My entitled mother, who has controlled every aspect of my life leading up to college, is making me choose between her or my future husband, and I honestly don't know what to do. Growing up, my mom had told me she was raising me to be the best child because she knew I would achieve more. My mom was way harsher on my grades, my sports activities, any clubs I was a part of, my looks, and my personal life. And this was way more than my little brother. And I have to admit, I grew up hating my little brother for all the freedom that he had. In contrast, I was always isolated. I was always grounded. I was working multiple jobs to not only save up for college, but to help with family bills. When my brother got a job, he was able to spend the money on what he wanted. In contrast, my mom told me what my career goals were. She told me what person I should marry and how she will move in with me after I buy my house to raise my children and then to take care of her. My mom was the type to blow money on designer stuff while we slept in hotels and cars at one point. I hated being poor. All I wanted was a house growing up. A nice house that was for all of us, even if it was small. If I dated someone my mom didn't approve of, she would do everything to sabotage the relationship. Because according to her, they were simply not good enough for me. Well, when I went to law school and it was while I was getting my Juris degree that I met my now current boyfriend. And when I started dating him, I just knew that he was someone that I wanted to be with. We moved in together after three days and we have not been away from each other ever since. I love his family and they also love me. He was raised upper middle class and had an amazing set of parents. He was also top of the law school and just felt too perfect for me. But as you could probably guess, my mom disagreed. She didn't like him one bit because anytime she said something to make herself look smart, he would call her out and would say, nope, you're wrong. And if there's anything I know about my mother, it's that she hates being proven wrong. I told my boyfriend how my mother raised me and what she expects from me growing up. Well, he wasn't going to have it. He said she would be even lucky to know her grandchildren. My mom started to see her plans unraveling with my new boyfriend and tried to break us up multiple times. When she started making fun of his parents, he drew the line. He called her out and said that we're done with her. The panic was real for my mom at this moment. I was her ticket meal. She then demanded that I make a choice between my own mother or a man I was only dating for a year. And you know what? I chose my boyfriend. We have been together for almost three years now. I dropped from law school and work remotely at an amazing job. He graduated top of his class and was hired by a firm immediately. Our income is way above what I expected and sometimes I cry at night for how blessed I feel. Growing up, I always begged to have a home that I could call my own. Now we may have a home together in a few years. She will send threats and make up excuses to try and contact me just so she can try and insert herself back into my life. We plan to get married soon and know we have to to keep it really quiet because she will call just to try and threaten us or she might try and show up, which we most definitely don't want. The fact that your mother would try and make you some kind of cash cow that she could cash in on later in life is just beyond appalling. It's legitimately disgusting to treat your kids like that. This lady had no drive in her life. She clearly did nothing to try and secure any kind of future for herself or for her kids. So instead she tries to work you like a horse just to try and leech off of your hard work, which is completely unfair. This man stepping into your life was probably the best thing that could have happened because he literally gave you a ticket away from your mother, who for all intents and purposes is just a leech. That's all she is. So hopefully your new life with your boyfriend goes well, and hopefully you've taken the steps to block her on everything. Social media, phone calls, everything. Because this lady is toxic, and she will do everything she can to try and ruin your future marriage. My online best friend, who I have a crush on and have been flirting with like crazy, has stopped talking to me after we 
met up, and I honestly don't know what to do. I have been friends with this girl for over a year. She lives in a different country, so we have always talked over Discord. I developed a big crush on her after a while. She would flirt with me a lot, but I always just took it as her playing around, but I would still get overly excited about it. We planned to meet up at another friend's house with a group of friends. A couple days before we met up, she told me that someone told her that I have a crush on someone, and because of that, she told me to ask them out. So that's when I confessed to her that it was her that I liked. But we live thousands of miles apart, so it's a little complicated. She told me that back when we had recently met, she liked me too, but I was in a relationship at the time, so she backed off. Truth be told, I was never really enthused about having such a long-distance relationship, but I wanted to enjoy the time I spent with her. She really ramped up the flirting with me as well. She asked me to share her bed on the trip and asked me if I wanted to go out with her there. I told her I would love to and told her how excited I was to see her as well as just to hug her. She told me that she was a little afraid that she would be disappointing to me in person, but I assured her that I don't think that would happen. When we met, things were great at first. I would hug her and cuddle her and tell her that she was really pretty and really cute and she would say the same to me. After a few days, I noticed that she distanced herself a little more. She wouldn't sit next to me or cuddle me anymore, preferring to sit next to her other friend and lean on him instead. There was one awkward moment when we had a little bit too much of the herb, if you know what I mean, and she retreated into our room. We were planning to play video games that night, so I went back to our room to find her, and I saw her cuddling with another friend while he was rubbing her back. I was like, okay, I guess we're not playing video games then, whatever. And after that, I just left. I felt super uncomfortable. When I went to bed, she told me not to take anything she did too seriously, as at the time, she had a little bit too much of the herb, and she was out of her mind, as she put it. I told her it was okay, and I just felt a little awkward from interrupting her with her friend, and so I just went back to sleep. The next day, she told me that she had actually wanted to tell her friend to stop rubbing her back as it was triggering bad memories, but she was too out of it to properly articulate that. I told her it was fine and apologized for acting weird. Things seemed to be fine after that. She was still not acting romantic towards me, but she didn't avoid me, and we had a ton of laughs and a lot of fun together. One night after we watched a movie, I spilled my feelings to her. I told her that she wasn't disappointing me, not in the slightest. In fact, she made me insanely happy to be around her. I told her that if anything, my feelings have gotten stronger. I told her that I was trying to be obvious about it, but trying to not come off way too strong or to creep her out in any way. She told me that she was happy with me too, but that she's just incredibly awkward overall in person. I told her I would love to spend more one-on-one time with her, and she told me I could come visit her in her country sometime. After that, I felt relieved to open up to her, as well as getting my feelings off my chest. For the rest of our time together, she acted a bit hot and cold with me. One day she would be sweet and charming with me, buying us matching necklaces and cute things like that, and the next day she would be distancing herself again. She never completely avoided me, and I did my best to make her laugh and smile. When it was finally time to leave, I was pretty bummed out to have to say goodbye to everyone, and I told her that. She hugged me before I left for the airport and told me we could play Fortnite with the group tomorrow. I agreed and I went home. The next day, I went to work and told my co-workers about everything that happened. They told me I should give her some space and let her reach out to me and invited me out for food and drinks after work. So I texted in the group chat that I would be going out tonight and not coming on for Fortnite. I waited for her to message me, but she didn't say anything to me directly, only posting in the group chat sometimes. She then announced that she was leaving the server we ran together for an undetermined amount of time, and yet still, she didn't have anything to say to me. After a week of not talking, I logged on to Fortnite to see the update. I saw she was online, and so I messaged her saying, hey, you on for some Fortnite? 
She then suddenly logged off and didn't respond, so I thought she just went to bed. Later that night, I did see her active on Facebook, so I just thought she wasn't on Discord. The next day, which is today, she still hadn't messaged me back, so I asked if she was mad at me, and she still didn't reply, so I told her to please tell me if there's something I did wrong. She always told me about everything before, so it was really hurtful and confusing to me that she was just ignoring me now all of the sudden. I thought we parted on a good note. She still hasn't responded, but has been posting on Facebook, and right now, I'm at a complete loss for what to do. Did I make her not want to talk to me anymore or something? I get the picture that she doesn't have the feelings for me that I have for her, but I don't see why she couldn't just tell me that she wanted to just be friends. The only thing I can think of is that she could be mad at me for not playing Fortnite with her like I said, and for not messaging her directly for a week. Still, she didn't message me either, so I don't understand what right she has to be mad at me for it. I'm just really heartbroken and afraid she doesn't want to be friends anymore. I always thought we really cared about each other, so I'm absolutely blindsided that she would be the kind of person to just drop me out of the blue. Does anyone have any advice on what to do or has maybe gone through something similar like this? This is honestly tearing me up inside and I don't know what to do. This episode is made possible by PwC. When unprecedented times are all the time, it's time to start walking the talk. Leaders like you turn to PwC to see and stay ahead. Upskill your workforce, use intelligent automation, and transform big ideas into breakthrough outcomes. Explore the human-led, tech-powered solutions that help you thrive. It's all part of The New Equation. Learn more at thenewequation.com. If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com slash audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com slash audio. That's carshield.com slash audio. I think the writing's on the wall. I don't think this girl likes you the way that you like her, and she's too afraid to confront you and say it. She clearly does not like confrontation, and she's intentionally avoiding you to try and get out of this situation, which in my opinion is very, very rude and very telling of her personality. At this point, you gotta really accept what her answer is, and her answer is silence. You've tried reaching out, you've tried to see if there's something that you did wrong that would probably cause any kind of problems in this relationship, but she refuses to talk to you, despite clearly being online as well as clearly posting on Facebook. So let that be your answer. I know it's not a good answer because you did meet this person in real life and you thought that she liked you the way that you like her, but clearly that's just not the case. So if anything, I would give her distance and let her come to you if she really is interested because sending a bunch of messages is not going to do you any good. If anything, it's only going to drive her away even more. So hopefully you're able to find answers, but I think if anything, it's time to accept that you might not get any answers and just move on and find someone who really will care about you. This next one came from the Am I the Jerk podcast subreddit. Check the links in the description if you'd like to submit your own stories. Am I the Jerk for not attending my girlfriend's uncle's funeral? So me and my girlfriend are on the edge of being a thing of the past. We have been together for six months and we've had our ups and downs, but there were much more good days than there were bad. For some backstory, I live in a very southern conservative state and I am also black ethnically. Me and my girlfriend went to school together and that's how we met. We quickly fell in love with each other and our relationship 
progressed really fast as we were talking about getting an apartment together. However, at the start of our relationship, my girlfriend told me something just a little unsettling. Long story short, her family is racist. There's no other way to put it. She said she didn't care and that she wouldn't let it interfere with our relationship, so I went with it. So my girlfriend tells her parents everything, which is no problem. My girlfriend isn't the most mentally healthy, as she does struggle with depression and anxiety, and I believe I am not as well, but I am not diagnosed like her. I have an issue with showing emotion due to past experiences, but I make sure my girlfriend knows that I love her and would do close to anything for her. But there was one thing I couldn't say yes to. It has caused our relationship to crumble, and I also feel her parents told her things about me that I believe are totally unfair to hold against me given the circumstances. With my girlfriend's family being the way that they are, I am not allowed to come over to their house, but she comes to mine. This is just as a reference of how our relationship works around her family. A lot of times, her family will call her out of nowhere and make her come home without explanation, despite her being a grown adult and paying them rent. This only occurs when she is with me, too, by the way. Fast forward to last month, and her notorious uncle passed away. It has caused a great rift in our relationship. My girlfriend asked me if I would be coming to his funeral, and I declined because of the way her family is, and I thought she understood as she claimed that she did. I promised to be as supportive as possible from a distance, and we agreed on that. A week goes by, and the funeral came and went. During the time, I couldn't see her for obvious reasons, but we FaceTimed the whole week. Now, my girlfriend has been distant, and when I asked her why, she said she thinks I don't love her, and that I don't treat her right because of my absence at the funeral that we both knew I wouldn't be at. We have never questioned love for one another until this point. The sudden change of heart makes me think her family pushed her into believing this. We have argued about it the past couple of weeks, but yesterday I was at my wit's end. My girlfriend continued to use it against me, and I finally said, what on earth made you think it was a good idea to bring your black boyfriend to a man's funeral who was very much against people like me? And I know I could have said this better, but I said it out of anger and I really don't have an excuse. I just think it's a strange thing to hold against somebody, especially when they've never been in my shoes in this way. Now my girlfriend says I went too far and doesn't know if she wants to continue during our arguments. I do regret how I said things, but to be fair, this is exactly how she described them to me. So I believe I had every right to say what she was saying. I don't want to lose her over this, but she is really torn on keeping me around. So it begs the question, am I the jerk for not attending her uncle's funeral? You are not the jerk in this situation. Her immediate family, as well as her extended family, harbor crazy prejudices, and I would not blame you for not wanting to be around that. That's literally the last place I would want to be if I was in your shoes. And I can't imagine being in that kind of situation. The fact that she's not more understanding of that and doesn't make more of an obvious effort to distance herself from that type of language and thought is astonishing to me. I mean, I'm surprised that this relationship has lasted even this long, to be completely honest with you. I can completely understand that her uncle passed away, and sure, he is still family, and you want to try and have some kind of services associated with him. But nonetheless, I think for her to completely ignore where you're coming from, as well as why you don't want to be around her family based on what she has blatantly told you, is a big red flag in my opinion. So I would personally take a good hard look at your relationship with her, because this does not look like a healthy relationship unless some serious changes are made on her end. My sister has a toxic marriage, and it's the main reason why I don't hang around her anymore, and I'm stuck not knowing how to explain this to her, and I don't know what to do. The title says it all. I'm having trouble being there for my sister, and I'm not sure how to tell her why. I'm about two years out of a 17-year marriage that ended extremely badly. We had issues throughout the relationship, but the last couple of years, he was intensely controlling, abusive, and violent. And since he left, I've done a lot of work to recover and get my 
myself in a healthy headspace. My sister went through a rough patch around the same time my divorce started, and I learned way too much about her husband, and this made me never want to trust him again. They've been together for years, and while he's never been my family's favorite, we all just kind of dealt with it because she loved him and we wanted to support her. But since their rough patch, I have not been able to be around him. During that time, he served her with divorce papers and told her he was going to take their one-year-old baby away and never let my sister see her again. He convinced my sister she would lose in court anyways, to the point that her plan was to give up, sign all the paperwork he gave her, and leave their baby while she moved out of state with our other sister. This all sounds bad, but my sister is extremely naive and also has the worst anxiety I've ever seen. She was convinced that she would lose their baby no matter what, and she was so broken down, she didn't have it in her to fight. She told me this plan, and I successfully talked her out of it. I got her a great lawyer, and she was on her way towards accepting their divorce and rebuilding her life. That is, until he suddenly changed his mind, and they reconciled and have been acting like everything is fine ever since. During her eventually abandoned divorce, my sister was terrified of being homeless and not having anywhere to go. I was starting over too, so our plan was that I would buy a place to live, so she, as well as her baby, could live there with me, as well as my little brother, who would be in this home with us. I went ahead with that plan and have just been renting out my sister's space and let her know it's there if she ever needs it. I cannot be around my sister's husband at all. I've been behind the scenes. I know he's abusing her emotionally, financially, and I strongly suspect physically too, although she would never admit it. I am aware that the right thing to do here is to support her decision and grin and bear his company, but I simply can't do it. I get that it's immature of me, but the situation is too much like my own marriage, and I won't be within 100 feet of it. I especially don't want him in my new home, which for two years has been a happy, healthy, and peaceful safe zone. My sister basically won't leave the house without this man, all because of her anxiety and also his controlling issues, and they are literally always together. She posted on Instagram a few weeks ago about being sad and confused about why her family never spends time with her anymore. I'd like to gently explain the situation to her, but I'm not sure how to tactfully say it's not you, it's your awful husband that we cannot stand. I'm honestly looking for advice on how to do this because I'm honestly at a loss and I'm not sure what to do. This is a really hard one because as you said it, she's in a very sketchy situation. Her husband is actively a terrible person and he has insinuated some awful things to her. So for your own personal well-being, I don't blame you for deciding, hey, I'm not going to be around this man. You could very well discuss this to her in private, but I think that's where it needs to stay. This needs to be a private situation. To publicly discuss this would be very disrespectful to your sister as well as everybody around you because this is obviously a very sensitive subject. But I think you have it right. You really do need to just support her no matter what, especially since it sounds like she was the victim of all of this. So hopefully it works out and hopefully your sister comes to her senses and is able to get away from her really abusive husband because nobody deserves to be treated like that. My twin sister is in a toxic relationship and I'm not sure what to do about it. I'm a 26-year-old female and my twin sister is dating her toxic boyfriend. I'm also going to be using fake names. So my sister's fake name is going to be Emily and her boyfriend's fake name is going to be Justin. So Emily and Justin have been dating for about three months now. Emily and I are extremely close, especially when you consider that we're identical twins. We live an hour apart, but we'll see each other usually once or twice a week. We have a lot in common. We have some of the same interests. We have the same style, similar personalities, but we do have different tastes and partners. Justin is very manipulative and is slowly changing small things about her and thus is removing parts of her personality 
personality to the point that I don't even know who my twin is anymore. When they started dating, she had a full-time job, she had a working car, and she was living at our mom's house. About a week into dating, Emily basically started living at Justin's house, about 20 minutes away from my mom's. Whenever she would go to Justin's, she would cut off all communication with us. No text messages, no phone calls, nothing. I do have her location on my phone, so at least I know where she was, but that was about it. She wouldn't just go to Justin's house for a few hours. She would go for days at a time, with basically zero communication with us. Not to mention, her cat is living at my mom's house. So my mom was forced to take care of him without Emily asking her, which was just blatantly rude. Mind you, this is literally one week into their relationship. Then, two weeks in, they start to go on these weekend trips to remote areas, two to four hours away from home. They wouldn't say when they were coming back. Emily would just kind of show back up after a few days, not giving my mom any heads up on when she would be returning. Then, after a few more weeks in, Emily's voice started changing. She started to slow down the end of her sentences and stretch out the length of her words in a way that was similar to the way Justin talks. On a trip about four weeks into their relationship, she sent us photos of them, and I noticed that her smile had changed. She used to smile with her teeth, and we have this big, glowing, contagious smiles. But now she smiled with her mouth pinned shut. The corners of her mouth turned up slightly. It is very ominous looking, and it just looks fake. I looked at photos of Justin, and he smiles with that closed mouth look as well. I wouldn't be surprised if he said something to her like, you have such a nice smile, but I think you look prettier when you smile without your teeth, or something like that. Weeks later, about a month ago now, early to mid-August, she quit her job, all out of the blue. She quit her job with absolutely no plan to make money a different way. She also sold her completely fine working car and bought a very, very, very old junk car with over 300,000 miles on it that is falling apart. And I'm guessing it's because Justin had an old car similar to it. Two weeks ago, she asked us now to call her M instead of Emily. Similarly, Justin now goes by Just, which Emily told us to now call him. So basically, out of the blue, Emily is now M and Justin is now Just. They both happen to want to change their names at the same time. I mean, that's just a coincidence, right? She claims that she always wanted an old truck. She always wanted to quit her job and that she's always wanted to be called by the name M. Stuff that a twin sister would have known about if it was actually true. I 100% know that Justin has fed her into this belief on changing major things about her life that aren't actually what she wants to do. At the present day, Emily and Justin basically now live at his place. I never hear from her. My mom still takes care of her cat and I don't know how my sister is making money. I don't know what her life plans are. She has no job and she rarely talks to me. We used to be so close and attached to the hip and now I don't even know who my own twin sister is. And at this point, I honestly don't know what to do. This sounds like some big red flags in my opinion. For all these things to be suddenly changing about her out of nowhere is quite concerning, especially since it coincides so much with how Justin is acting. That's just not fair for Emily in this situation. Based on what you've described, Justin really does look like the culprit behind all of this. Quitting your job, getting rid of your car, changing your name and the way you talk and laugh and smile, it all just sounds super suspicious. So if I was in your shoes, I would definitely try and take time to pull my sister aside and say, hey, what is going on? Is there something you're not telling me and are you safe? See if you can at least get some kind of alone time with her and explain to her that what you're seeing is really concerning, especially as her twin sister. You only want the best for her, right? And hopefully if you can explain that to her, she can understand that as well. Hopefully things are better than the way they look on the outside looking in, because if they really are as bad as you're describing, then this is probably a very bad 
that situation for your twin. Thanks for watching. When you subscribe, make sure to hit the bell to turn on notifications. To finish listening to all the stories, use the playlist at the top of the description. And the next time you live stream, use the cream of the crop music. Search cream of the stream on Spotify or whatever platform you use for copyright free music to use for your next stream.